Okay, so we are here. Today's episode is about manifestation. We take such a journey in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, ain't that the truth? Yeah. Um, Manifestation. I think we all came into this conversation as healthy skeptics of the word manifestation. But I think the concept of manifestation lived in all of us. Yeah, I think we were pretty on board. I mean, we definitely are on board for it. We're manifest. I mean, spoiler alert, we're manifesting shit starting today. So everybody <laughs> listing all the pod listeners out there can hold us accountable to this. Starting this week, Taylor J and our special guest this week are all manifesting shit. So yeah. Wait, will you tell them who our special guest this week is? Yes, our special guest, I say I say this on the episode, but our special guest is literally one of the most influential people in my life. She's so awesome. Harvard grad, Harvard PhD, now lives abroad in Madrid, doing amazing things for the academic community. It is the one and only Dr. Jessica Tolette, my big sister. My next up big sister. <laughs> For everyone who doesn't know, I have three older sisters. Jessica's the one who's closest in age to me. And um, we've just, we've, we, she's done the journey with me. She's really my ride or die. So it was just only fitting that she come on this podcast. We have this conversation. It was, it was a wild ride. <laughs> it was so special to have your sister on. I really loved it. Um, yeah, but I guess... That's it. We just wanted to pop on and say hi and have a little intro before we dove in. And now we're going to do it. So here's our episode, Manifestation. Buckle up. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Vibes Revealed, a podcast dedicated to pulling back the veil around wellness with your hosts, Taylor McKiska and Jay Tolette. We believe living well is for everyone. And no topic is taboo. Join us on our journey as we redefine what it means to be truly well in a modern world. We're celebrating everyday magic. But always keeping it real. Let's vibe. It is Vibes Revealed, episode nine. Today we're talking about manifestation and we have a guest. Yes, this guest is the most influential person in my life. It's my next up big sister, Jessica Tillette. Hi, everybody. Take it away. Introduce yourself. (laughs) Well, first of all, I have to say I'm a big fan of this podcast, not just because it's my little sister's podcast, but because I feel like the work that you guys are doing is really important. So I enjoy tuning in when I have the time. I'm a little bit behind, but I was listening to the astrology episode, for example, and just like went immediately on my phone. I'm like, okay, birth chart. Okay, all of my stuff. Need to go back and discuss this with Jay. I feel like I'm learning a lot from listening to your show. So I'm really honored to be a guest, even though I feel like, am I good enough for this? But we can talk about that. We can talk about it. Um, I'm Jessica Tillette. I am Jay's first up one above big sister. I am an academic director and a professor at an international university in Madrid, Spain. I'm a sociologist by training. I got my PhD almost four years ago and um, I haven't been necessarily working particularly in that field, but I think it helps 
give a broader picture of my uh, professional trajectory. What else? I live in Madrid. What a, one thing that I love about having you on as a guest is that you don't work in the wellness industry, not even wellness industry adjacent or spirituality or any of that stuff. Um, so this is kind of a first for us. And I just wanted to ask you, how do you view the spiritual slash wellness world industry? How does it come into your life? Does it come into your life at all? Let us know where you stand. Okay. So I forgot to mention like specific criteria about my teaching. One thing that I do that I think is tangentially related to the wellness world is I teach a seminar for university students around kindness, empathy, and compassion. And a lot of the tools that we use in the class are around wellness, mindfulness. Um, And so I am not working, I don't consider myself to work in the wellness industry, but through this collaboration that I have with um, a center that we have on campus that focuses on wellness and well-being and happiness, I feel like I am a teacher and facilitator of tools that are in the wellness industry. Love that. And how do you feel about the wellness world as an industry? How does it present itself to you as someone who like isn't scrolling through Instagram seeing only coaches like I am okay so I think for me like I I dabble in my wellness industry participation by being a huge fan and I have a paid subscription for example of calm app um which is my like wellness coach it's my bedtime storyteller I I would say I don't know if I've been able to keep up with the meditations as much as I'd like to, but I'm definitely putting on calm bedtime stories every night. I also am a consumer of yoga and wellness retreats. So for me, no summer vacation is complete without at least one yoga retreat. I think I've been on three or four now and my yoga practice hasn't really improved, but I just like the, the entire package of meditating, of eating well, of having conversations with people who think about wellness as something that's important. I think I came to wellness through my journey in my dissertation experience. I I got really depressed when I was doing my dissertation research. And one of my, my medicine was meditating and mindfulness and trying to access this present moment awareness that I wasn't able to find in my anxiety and depression spiral. And so from there, I've kind of involve myself in the wellness industry, I guess I would say. I love that. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh God. No, that was so great. That <laughs> no, was, was like, really good. that was a vulnerability moment. You know, I just outed myself as someone who struggles with depression, but that's okay. I mean, that's good. Let the people know it's not taboo, not on this show. I love that. I love that you came straight out with that. Cause I think this is about to be an episode where we get real vulnerable and really real because manifestation, <laughs> I have mixed feelings about manifestation. What about you, Taylor? Same. I feel like I'm, I'm like a manifestation skeptic Same. in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited to talk to someone who's not a manifestation coach. Yeah. I think it's just, it's amazing to have different perspectives from people in different places and working in different fields. And I can't wait. I'm really excited to dive into this. Me too. So let's do the card of the convo. Yay. Okay, cool. Card of the convo. Let's do it. Taylor, take it away. I'm really, I feel like this past week, I have almost like fully stepped away from all of my like usual 
wellness things I do. Like, I don't, I think this is actually the first time I've pulled a card in like over a week. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Back to it. Yeah. Sometimes, well, I think it's also when, uh, when we decided, when we landed on talking about manifestation, it hit me really quickly that, uh, manifesting is probably like my, in, in the kind of toolbox that we talked about last time of spiritual practices, like manifestation is not even really in my toolbox. Like it's not something I like actively do or participate in. And then that kind of reminded me that I've sort of let all of my practices go this week and like not let them go. And it didn't feel bad. It just was like, oh yeah, this was who I was before. Like I pulled tarot cards every day. And that was kind of interesting to explore too. But all that being said, I'm really excited to see what comes up and this is going to be the last time I'm pulling with this deck. So I'm really excited to move into my new deck next oh, month. The Halloween deck. Yeah, it's so cute. Okay. So <laughs> this is going to be uh, something we can refer back to throughout the conversation, something to anchor us now to, yeah, kind of set the tone for what we might be coming up against throughout this talk. Ooh, interesting. It's five of wands. Oh, <laughs> what does that mean? I, I already felt like I was going to come into this conversation combative. Like I already mm -hmm. felt like I had something against manifestation and it was just going to be evident as soon as we started this conversation. So it's very funny that this card came up. Yeah. So in five of wands, typically we're dealing with conflict. We're dealing with things that we feel passionately about, that we have like strong feelings about, but, um, I think that the primary thing that happens is that we get worked up and then we don't really say anything. So that might happen. And I think there's plenty of room for that here. It's so funny. Like I definitely have strong feelings about it, but ultimately don't really know like why or what those feelings do for me in terms of like changing my mindset. So yeah, but in, in five of wands, I think there's this feeling of like wanting to be right. That happens a lot. Ooh. And sort of like wanting to be right, but also wanting to have it out and like wanting to have a conversation, even when you know it's not going to have a rosy outcome. So I feel like that's definitely that's that, this conversation. that hits. For that's me. that. You that's have a Scorpio for your guests. Like I'm, that's me embodied. Same. I'm Scorpio, Scorpio too. Yeah, I'm Scorpio so. too. So yeah, I, I feel that I, I've, Five of Wands has been a card that has been like chasing me all year. And I feel like to like get right into manifestation, like the way that it has manifested for me actually is like by having this podcast, because I'm not someone who, who readily goes into conflict. And I feel like just having this space to like talk it out, even if it doesn't make sense, even if I'm wrong, even if someone disagrees, it's like a sort of sitting in that Five of Wands space of like, okay, well, if you feel a way about it, just get it out. And mm -hmm. that's that. So yeah, I love that's the way that. it's manifested. So let's talk about manifestation. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's talk about it. I honestly get chills and not the good kind of chills when I hear the word manifestation. And I don't even think like starting yesterday, I was like, oh shit, this conversation is going to really, I'm going to let myself out in like a not good way. I'm going to alienate some people. I'm going to polarize the podcast. <laughs> and then I like had a lot of dreams. I took so, several inappropriately timed naps yesterday. One of them starting at 9 PM. And then I woke up at two, but I had a dream during every single one of those 
naps. And every single one of the dreams was like about manifestation and about me trying to like work out inside what manifestation means to me. And I think I've come kind of like a 180 where like, I don't have as big of an issue with it as I thought. I just have an issue with the way that it's presented to me by coaches, by the industry at large. But we'll get into that. First question, what is manifestation? Jessica, what do you what do you think manifestation is? What's the definition for you? So for me, manifestation is the idea of, I think it's, when I break it down into its most simple definition, it's faith in something and having this faith or this belief that makes it come to fruition, that brings it to life, that makes it happen. But I think that manifestation is about believing that something is is possible. And if you think about it, or if you have faith in whatever that is, that it, that it comes to life. Yeah. I think that's a lovely definition. I think the way, what I wrote down, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday, Jay, that like when something manifests is when it takes physical form. And that's what I think about when we talk about manifestation, it's like not simply energy and it requires action to manifest so that whatever you believe or whatever outcome you want takes physical form. Mm-hmm. I so. often think about manifestation in that exact definition, just in the way that we say like this, ac- this action for me is a manifestation of my anxiety. It's Mm -hmm. just whatever is in me emotionally, spiritually, energetically produces a physical outcome that can be seen by people and felt by people. And that's like the manifestation of inside Jay manifesting in outside world. And so I do think of manifestation like by definition of just like making things physical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I think about, because this is what was coming to me in the dreams is like this, the deeper spiritual meaning of manifestation, which is like just having your vibration, your internal vibration, your spiritual vibration, co-create with your path, with the universe, but like only your path. I don't believe that you can just manifest some wild shit that like wasn't meant to be in your life. But I do think that you can like manifest what was meant to be there anyway. And, And you can manifest good things and you can manifest shitty things. I think it's not so much about like, believing something good will come and it comes. It's kind of just like living in alignment with your vibration and the universe kind of throws things into your life that like meet that vibration. That's so woo, but like, that's kind mm-hmm. of like the, the feeling of it, I think. I would say that's what it would be if you actually believed in it. That's yeah. why if, if I'm going to out myself now as the manifestation skeptic, I just listened to what you said. And I was like, uh, being in alignment with what is on your path. Like, I don't know. I feel that. I mean, I, I like the skepticism to me. I can, I can, I can get a handle on like believing that piece because I know for a fact that I've manifested a lot of shitty shit in my life. And that's why I'm skeptic about manifestation because I don't believe that it's just like bringing all the good into your life. I think a lot of the times my vibration's been so low and my energy and my belief in what was meant for me has been so uh, below the bar that I've just brought in a bunch of shit into my life that was shitty. (laughs) And I'm like, I know I manifested that. So this is when I kind of start to be like, okay, this is why I'm working on elevating my vibration or whatever you want to call it. I'm working on believing more of myself so that I stop manifesting shit. 
into my life. Mm-hmm. But that, I mean, mm-hmm. the only reason I believe what I just said is because I'm like, I know it works for, in the good cases and in the bad cases. Yeah. I think the thing that I don't like about manifestation is that it does seem like it relies so heavily on a thought and like on a belief and believing that if you put out negativity, that negativity comes back to you. And I think sometimes it's like, sometimes you just have a bad day. And that doesn't mean that like you manifested that bad day. You know, it doesn't mean that like you attracted tragedy to yourself because you were just in a low space. And I think it's even when Jessica, you were doing your introduction. You were like, I found wellness through kind of being in this low space. And it's, I don't think by you like choosing to work a certain path that you like called in or manifested a state that put you in a depression. Or I just think it's, it's hard for me to grapple with something that relies so much on thought and relies so much on like, if you believe it, it is because there's so many. There are so many forces at play that are like beyond belief and beyond thought, you know, so that's why I talk about faith, because it's like sometimes you just like the difference for me between having faith in something and believing in something, I, I find them to be quite similar, but it's just like, I believe that I'm a good person. But believing in God is like a different category for me. That's something that feels less tangible and less concrete to achieve that objective. So that's why I put manifestation in this category of like, I wanna manifest wealth in my life. Is it like, I just believe that I'm gonna be wealthy one day or is it like manifesting wealth is going to get the jobs where you, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like that kind of differentiation between if I close my eyes and I really tell myself that one day I can be rich, is that the same as, you know, going out and, finding this job or playing the lottery every day until you get it. I don't know. Okay. I can talk. Okay. So I follow a lot of, you know, like Gabby Bernstein or Mm -hmm. Lacey Phillips, like manifestation gurus, manifestation influencers is basically what they are. And I think that more often than not, the rule around manifestation or the rule that they say I see a lot of people doing this, but they say that you're not allowed to do it is you can't manifest out of ego. You can't say, I want this thing because it would make my life so cool and then manifest it. It's more kind of like you manifest what was like meant, meant for your life, meant to teach you something in this life. And it comes up in whatever way that it's going to want to come up. Like, it's like the universe knows what's best for you you aligning with the vibration of what's best for you is going to like put whatever that is in your lap. It might not be extravagant wealth, even though you want wealth, you know, it might just be like a life where you feel comfortable and never want for anything. And to them, the universe is like, Hey, that's wealth. And to you, you're like, no, I meant a million dollars. Um, this is not quite what I asked for, you know? But I mean, I don't know. This is what Because I also agree with Taylor. I don't, I do not believe that your thoughts create your reality. I do not believe that energy goes where your attention flows. I don't believe any of those like manifestation truisms. Like if we really get into like law of attraction, Abraham Hicks, the secret style, like believe in the life that you want and it will come to you. I fully don't believe that because then I see like, extreme poverty or people who are very sick. And I'm like, nobody manifested that, you know, like it doesn't seem right to me to just say like, 
but maybe they're on this earth and their path was to like live this type of life of, of being sick or, or of, ex- of experiencing like ex- extreme suffering for a reason. I don't know. I don't, this is why I get mixed up because I'm like, this is why I just choose not to have manifestation be part of my practice at all. Cause I'm like, on some levels I believe in it, but on other levels, I'm like, uh, I don't want to get into that gray area. I believe in hard work, <laughs> hard think good things come to those who work hard. And that's kind of like my, I, I still think that hard work is an element of manifestation. So like, maybe I believe in it. Yeah. When I think about the things I've manifested, it's actually, I, I'm going to read it because I wrote it down. It's not so much that I manifested it. It's that like privilege and accessibility allowed this set of circumstances to play out for me the way that I wanted them to. Mm-hmm. And like privilege and accessibility have nothing to do with if I manifested it. Like that's why it happened that like this set of circumstances played out how I thought they should. You know, I also to kind of go back to what you were saying of like if it's in alignment with your path, the universe is just going to play it out, which brings me to like then why do I need to do the five step process of how to manifest? Or like, why do I need to pay a manifestation coach to teach me about manifestation if the universe is just going to play it out? How it's meant to be if I'm living in my path, you know? That's the question. That's my question too. Someone needs to explain that to me. (laughs) I'm not the one who's going to be able to explain it. (laughs) So then, okay. I like that we're coming up with more questions. And I think like if someone is listening to this who has answers to any of these things or is like you need to follow this five-step manifestation ritual because it puts you in alignment with your path, like maybe that's the answer and I don't know it. But if someone else does, I think we're just kind of going to five of wands our way through this conversation and just come up with more questions to be answered. And that's okay. I mean, I'll be the first to admit I have gone through multiple, not multiple. I have gone through one kind of like manifestation. It was not a five-step process. It was a multi-step process that involved a lot of pain and terror. And I'm actually very grateful for it. It was when I was first introduced to inner child work, shadow work, like all of that was an element of the manifestation process for this woman. And it was kind of just like digging into your soul and seeing not what you want, but like who you are, like whether that's Mm -hmm. through inner child work or through uncovering your shadow or through working through your blocks about love, about money, about abundance, whatever it may have been. Just like once you get to the point where you're very comfortable with who you are, I think like that's the vibration that you want to be at when you're trying to call things in through manifestation, I put that in air quotes because I hate the term calling things in, but yeah, once you're just comfortable with who you are and what you're doing and where you're at in life and your relationships are stable, then I think that's when like you start manifesting things. That's what I'm told. I feel like I'm pretty comfortable. I don't know if I'm manifesting shit, but like, (laughs) I also know that like, I'm, I'm, I'm not like waiting around, waiting for manifestations to come through. I'm also, you know, putting in work every day and asking questions of myself and challenging myself regularly. So like maybe things will come in. Do I think I manifested things that have come in so far because of this hard work? I don't know if that's what I call it. 
I, it's just, it doesn't feel, the word manifestation is its own problem for me. I don't like saying manifestation. It's just not in my lexicon, so. Mm. Uh, I have a question for both of you to kind of, you know, flip the script a little bit. What is a time that you feel like you manifested something? And what was your process? Or did you have a moment where you were like, this is what I want to manifest? And then it happened. Jay, you want to go I first? Can, you can go, okay. Jess. I've been talking. I feel like I manifested, and I don't really manifest things, but my job that I have right now kind of just came to me. I looked for it, but like, I don't necessarily know that I, I was supposed to have it in the moment that I got it. And basically when I was finishing my PhD, my dad was really sick and I didn't want to go on the track that my PhD was preparing me for. I was like, I want to go home and I want to figure out what I need to do at home. But then I, I had this anxiety about like not knowing where, what chapter was going, where I was going in my life. And I just started sending out these emails to anyone that I knew about how I could get back to Spain because I had moved to Spain to do my research and I wanted to come back to Spain, but I knew I needed to be at home for a little while. And I contacted someone who was at this research center with me. And I was like, hey, you don't really know me, but I really want to move to Spain. Do you know anybody that could hire me? He's like, well, you're in luck. I just got this new job. Why don't you send me your CV and a cover letter? I didn't really know I was asking for it. And it was at a university, which is the only place I knew I didn't want to be. But then I, this was the first job that I applied to and I got it. And I got my visa to come to Spain, like, like super close to when my dad was dying. And so I had as much time as I could to be home. I feel like everything that summer kind of aligned and I was in this period of anxiety, but like I got the job that I wanted. I moved after my birthday, after like I got to do all these things with my dad. And then when I came here and I started my job was when my dad died like one month later, but everything that happened up until that point from the time I said, I'm not going to look for other jobs. I'm going to apply to this job by happenstance. It just kind of came to me, but I look at it now and I say, I, I deserved it and I'm so capable of it. But in that moment, it was just like, how is it that I apply for one job? And it's this amazing opportunity. That was, that's something I can say, okay, I manifested this. Yeah. I think something like that really, like you were just living in the present, like in a, like you weren't too concerned about like it. I want it to happen exactly this way. It was like, you were just in it, which I guess to take it back to Jay's point is like in the path and it happened, but you didn't have to do some like crazy ritual or you didn't have to like wait for a new moon and write out your intentions and then create like a step-by-step -step process. Like you were just living it and the circumstances played out how they did, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Jay, what's yours? I mean, I'd like to speak on two different manifestations. Yes. One time, like I, I was like, I've manifested boyfriends, I think, that were completely wrong for me because I knew what I wanted was like, I was like, I just want someone who just will love me no matter what. And this is when I manifested the boyfriend who told me that he thought that we were going to get divorced, but he was still willing to marry me. Like, that's when I'm like, oh shit. Like, ooh, I, I didn't mean that. That's crazy. You know? And I feel like at the time I was just like, I want a boyfriend and I want him to love me no matter what. And I just want it. I just want him to be obsessed with me. And I got that, but I was like, ooh, actually that's not what I wanted. But like, it was the time for me to learn that that's not what I needed. So I feel like I was like, 
You know, the universe threw me a bone and was like, here, you asked for it, you got it. And then I was like, ooh, but the lesson is is different than I thought. The lesson was for me to come out of that and be like, oh, wait, I need to think more about like how I relate to love, what I need out of love, what I need out of a relationship, if I need a relationship at all. But then I also did some crazy ritual shit last October. It's now almost been a year, but like, I really wanted to get this yoga teacher training in Bali and they had a scholarship and I fucking woke up every morning and wrote down in a gratitude journal. I am so grateful that I won the scholarship to this yoga teacher training. And I wrote, I wrote in the journal every day and pretended like I already had it. Like some manifestation coaches tell you to do. And I was really specific. Like I'd write like long letters to myself, like writing letters saying, I'm so grateful for this opportunity. Thank you for so much for choosing me for this scholarship, like acting like I already had it. And I did that for a full month, a month and a half, I think. And I was doing other shit. I was like asking people like, how do I, you know, what should I say? What should I do? I was do. I was like putting in work and then I got the scholarship and I was like, oh, I manifested that. I didn't go because COVID happened. And so it's like, did I manifest it? Or like, I mean, I manifested winning the scholarship, but I didn't actually get to go do the training. So it's like, what was in my path? What was, I don't know, you know, but it's, I feel like in one case I did a bunch of shit. In the other case, when I got that boyfriend, I was just like literally out in the desert in the middle of nowhere at Burning Man. And he just like showed up and I was like, I have a boyfriend now. It was like a 30 second process. So I feel like, I feel like I have manifested stuff and the lessons that they've taught me it's not what I was expecting. I was expecting to win a scholarship and go to a training. And instead I won a scholarship and learned what it feels like to be completely let down and have all your plans go to shit. It was still a lesson for my path. You know, it just wasn't the one that I wanted. (laughs) So what about you, Taylor? What have you manifested? How did you do it? I feel like I, well, I used to say all the time that I manifested my boyfriend that I have now, Joey. I, uh, but I don't know if I actually This is the thing. It's like, I don't know if I manifested him or if he was just going to be in my life anyway, you know, but I always used to, I am a big believer in saying things out loud. Like, and I've noticed consistently that when I say something out loud a bunch of times, it happens pretty quickly. Does it happen the way I want it to? Usually no, but it does happen. And I kept saying, I want someone to love me like people love you in high school which by that I meant uh, where it feels new and exciting and like it's the first time you've ever fallen in love basically. And I, I feel like that is still a huge piece of our relationship. Like that is actually how we love each other in a lot of ways. Like we've been together five years and I still feel like he's my new boyfriend. And I'm sure that that will run out at some point. Sometimes, yeah, our relationship feels a little high school. It's like, we don't know what we're doing with our money and it feels like we're playing house a little bit and which is, fine because I guess that's what I asked for but uh also I do feel really strongly that like he is a part of my soul circle and that uh part of why we're together is just to enjoy each other and it has nothing to do with that I manifested it I just think he probably would have been a part of my life one way or another but yeah I used to say all the time like oh I manifested him like I manifested him by saying I want a boyfriend like that and then he just appeared but also last October And I'll say right now, like, I've never read The Secret. I've never read any of the Law of Attraction stuff. I definitely, like, manifestation has been in the forefront of my mind because it's something people have always talked about around me is like, oh, yeah, you can manifest that. Or, like, you manifested that. Like, I've just heard it so many times that it was just a thing I believed in. Like, of course, of course you manifested it. Of course it happened. 
happened. But yeah, also last October, I think October is just a, a magical month. Last October, I said that I wanted to start reading tarot at parties. And I just mentioned, I just kept saying it out loud. Like I said it to my boss at Aloe and I said it to Joey and I was like, yeah, I would just love to just start reading tarot at parties. And that month I booked reading at tar- a tarot party every single day I was off of work in October. I read at so many parties and events that it completely burned me out to the point of like, I took off reading tarot for two months after that. But it happened. Like I said, I wanted to read at parties and I definitely read at parties, got the full experience of reading tarot for people who were like too drunk to stand, who like thought I was a witch who like did not understand anything that was happening at all. So I definitely got it. I got to read tarot parties. And then I was like, oh, I never want to do this again. <laughs> I'll never read tarot at a birthday party, at a Halloween party, uh, at any party where people are going to be hammered ever. So, but are it worked. Witch, it happened. <laughs> I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely a witch. <laughs> That's what I would tell you. I need more witches in my life. Yes, yeah, yes, people would be witches. like, people would be like, are you a witch? And I would be like, yes. I don't know what you want me to say to this. Like, I'm obviously a witch. <laughs> yeah, but there are so many things that have happened in my life that I'm like, I don't know if I manifested this or if sometimes things don't happen because they're not meant to. I don't know. I think I just sort the whole idea of it. I'm just like, I don't like this. <laughs> So we're all like kind of swimming in the, I don't like this soup, but there are, I have to be honest. So part of my work when I work with clients as a coach is like a lot of goal setting. Mm. And I have to say consistently in the last like five months that I've been working with clients as a coach, I've seen my clients manifest some crazy shit. Like one of the clients that I had, she was really worried her roommate was moving out because her roommate wanted to live on her own for the first time. And they were just, you know, her roommate just turned 30. And so she's like, fuck, now I'm out of a job because of COVID and I'm about to be out of an apartment. Like I'm fucked. What am I going to do? And so we did a meditation at the beginning of our coaching. And I was just like, visualize the place you want to live. She's like, I'm seeing like a studio apartment with an exposed brick wall. Um, I'm growing, I'm growing like plants, like all my plants fit. And, and we just, that like, she said this out loud to me. And a month later, she lives in an apartment with an exposed brick wall. And I'm like, (laughs) every time I try to say that I don't believe in manifestation, like I had another client, we set a goal like early on. She's like, I just want to be more creative, but not for work's sake. And then she told me a month before that she wanted to enter this contest that could like put art on like t-shirts that were then the proceeds were donated to something and then she won the contest and I'm like all she said was that she wanted to enter this contest and then like she won the contest and I'm like oh this is creepy weird like I don't feel comfortable saying that it's manifestation but like to my clients I'm like oh you just manifested some shit and this happens consistently like we'll talk about something I also have another client who like we were trying to work through some, she has like confrontation issues and like she, she doesn't like getting on the phone with people to talk about issues. She doesn't like, you know, she'd rather just be like, okay, well he fucked up, but I don't want to say anything. And so we were on the phone, like, okay, how can you get into alignment with the fact that like, you have to get this person on a call. And then as soon as we hung up the phone, he called her and I'm like, okay, (laughs) These these are weird things where I'm like, I think it's manifestation, but I also just think it's like living in the right vibration. 
And I think I do believe in that. I think I do believe in just like, it goes back to what Jessica was talking about, about belief. And I think Mm -hmm. that when I'm working with my clients, I think that there's an added element of like, not only belief in yourself, but when someone else believes in you. And I think Mm -hmm. that what happens with my clients a lot is that I choose to put my belief in them. Is it because I think that that's going to reflect on my work better? Of course. But I also believe in them as people who come to me looking to improve their lives. And I'm like, I believe that you can improve your life because you came to me and wanted to improve your life. And then it's like consistently across the board, it happens for them because I believe and they believe. And I feel like sometimes the more that you can just get a lot of people to believe in you, like I feel like we all really believed in Jess when she said she was going to move back to Spain. None of us were like, oh, you think you can do that? We were like, fuck yeah, you're going to move back to Spain. You're going to get an awesome job. Things are going to be great because we just believed in her. And a lot of people believed in her and believed that she was capable of doing that. And then it happened. So like, yes, there is some element of belief that plays in. And when you can get more people on board who really believe in you, like crazy shit does happen. And I can't deny that that I've seen it happen a lot. So like, I feel, I personally feel victimized by the word manifestation, but I've also seen it happen. But I think this is actually such a good, like, trail off for me to talk about self-confidence because I I could hear Taylor saying, you know, I want the high school boyfriend. I think it does matter when other people believe in you, but it matters so much of what you believe in yourself because there's not one moment that when I decided I wanted to go back to Spain that I was like, I can't get something. I knew I could get something. I didn't know how good it was going to be, but like, I was like, I know that I could get something. And I feel like as I go through life and get older, you know how they talk about in your 30s, you have much more self-confidence in your 40s and that. When I see people who really believe in, in themselves, it doesn't matter so much what other people believe in you. It's like you think that you can do it. And so that's an added bonus, but you have to believe first. And so if we were to take the word manifestation out of the rest of the conversation, all of us have said at one moment in time that, that we believed in something. And I mean on my spectrum of belief is like faith where I put religion and all these other kind of things, but like believing in yourself or believing that you look cute. Like, you know, when you do the thing in the mirror where you do the power poses, you're like, I'm going to get this job today. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get this job today. Like maybe that's bullshit, but it doesn't matter if it's bullshit or not, or what other people think if you really have that kind of confidence. And one thing I took away from Taylor's manifestations was this girl is confident. Like me, I would never say I could manifest a boyfriend and I'm not even going to go into the, all the levels, but it's just like that confidence has to be somewhere in this conversation. Can we go into all the levels though? What yeah. are some of the things that you think that you can manifest? This is a tailor for, this is a question for both of you. Like, what do you think is possible to manifest? That's such a good question. And I had not considered it at all. What do I think is possible to manifest? I do think it's possible to manifest partnership. I really do. And and I mean all types of partnership. Like I think you can manifest a business partner and um, a mentor. And I think you can manifest the types of relationships. Like you can manifest a best friend. I feel like even with us on this podcast, like I kept like wanting, I remember crying to Joey about it earlier this year. Like I want a friend who I feel like is like in it with me, who like is excited about the things that I'm excited about. And I feel so grateful that, that this is how it's played out and that we're, you know, we get to have all these amazing conversations, like what a dream. Um, So I definitely feel like you can, I can manifest relationships I've manifested some really good ones, but I definitely have a lot of doubts around like manifesting money. Manifesting. 
a thriving yes. business. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and as far as relationships go, I feel pretty confident in, in my ability to manifest those. What about you, Jess? We kind of talked about this yesterday. We did talk about it. But like when I was telling Jay that when I think about manifesting, like there's like a a few things that I've just heard over and over in my head. And this goes along with my own personal journey um, is you can manifest the life that you've always wanted, which for me up until this point has not been about money because we'll get to that later. But I don't think that that's in my plan and that's not what I wish and aspire for. But people have told me so many times like, if you want to have a relationship, you can have a relationship. But like, if the love of my life is listening to this podcast, please follow up via email. <laughs> Jay will give it to you. But like, just the ma- the manifesting the partner for me was never a thing. To get to Jay's point about goal setting, like, oddly enough, I'm teaching a class on goal setting on Wednesday for first year students. And I have this whole curriculum prepared. And one of the pieces is about visualizations and like, achieving the goals that you want. Their first year students, it's like, how are you going to get what you need out of college? And of course for them, I believe in them. You can have whatever you want. Any of my students, you can be whoever you want to be. But manifesting a partner is just, even if, even if someone told me I want to have a lot of money, I believe that for other people, not for myself. For myself, I believe that I can achieve the things where you have small little goals and you can get there because I like to check things off my to-do list. I consider myself a really organized person who has a plan of being like, okay, here's how you climb in your career. Okay, here's how you lose 10 pounds. You go work out, you eat this food. Here's how you manifest a partner. I'm like, what? You make your tender profile for the 10th time? Like (laughs) you have to put yourself in the position. You have to be open to, you have to be emotionally open. Like I have heard all of the things. I just, I wish that at the end of this conversation, I thought, wow, I'm going to manifest the love of my life. And he appears. No. Okay. Well, here, here's my belief. It's a little bit woo. It's, it might, you know, not fall in line for some people, but I just truly believe that you can only manifest the things that were meant to be in your life anyway. And like, for me, I think I've manifested a a series of relationships that go kabloom because that's part of my path. Like I meant to fall in love quickly and fall out of love just as quickly. And I feel like that's part of my soul's journey. And like, Mm. whether or not I accept that, I'm, I'm trying to come to terms with that. Like it's been a whole summer of me being like, what the fuck? Because I do believe that I can manifest a partner like that. I just snapped my fingers in the air. And I believe that as soon as I get what I want, I'm not going to want it anymore. I believe that of myself. And that's like, I think a negative belief that I have that holds me back from doing a lot of things. And that helps me to self-sabotage in a lot of ways. And I think of it as a particularly destructive belief, but it manifests often. As soon as I get a job I want, I hate it. I cry in the stairwell every day. I wish I was done with it. As soon as I get a partner that I want, I hate being in a relationship. I wish I was free. I wish I could fly the coop. As soon as I move into an apartment, I wish I could move to Mexico. I wish I could live in the tropics. It it, it happens often that I'm, I pull shit into my life and then I'm like, oh, I don't want this. And so am I manifesting at that vibration? Am I manifesting things that as soon as I get them, I don't want them anymore. Maybe. But I mean, I think ultimately 
that's part of my path. And I, it's a lesson that I'm meant to learn. And I, I struggle with it every time that it, it comes to me in different manifestations of just like, here's the same lesson, Jay, be careful what you wish for. And so that's why I have such a relationship with manifestation. Cause I'm like, if I do have that power to call in all the things that I want, I don't really trust what I want. Every time I've gotten something that I've wanted, it's been shown to me that I might not want that. So I'm like, do I want to do this again? Honestly, do I want to manifest some shit like, and then suffer from it again? Not really. I'd rather just not manifest, but I mean, I think that's just part of my path. And so I think like anyone who's trying to call things in that just like, aren't like Jess you've said money's not a thing money's not I don't think money's part of my path so it's like yeah I think when you start to try and manifest a million dollar job that might not show up for you because you've already decided and it's in your belief system that like money's not a thing for you but I think maybe if suddenly you were to believe something different and suddenly you were to believe actually money's the only thing that I need in my life and money is a huge deal to me, I think. And if you truly believe that, I think money might start flowing in. I, I mean, I don't know. And you believe in manifestation. Then you I mean, do I think I do believe in manifestation. You, to- you totally do. Cause what you just said is a clear proof that you do. You said all you have to do is believe. Well, no, no, no. But the thing is, it's like, I don't, it's, I can say that I believe something. I can be like, I believe that I can have whatever job I want. I don't believe that. I know that in my heart, I truly do not believe that I can have whatever job I want. I do not believe that I can go get a degree from Harvard like you got, like my older sisters. I don't believe that of myself. I don't, and you might believe that of me. You should, oh, just try, just do it. Like if you really want it, you can do that. You're smart enough. And I'm like, I just don't believe that. I don't like school. I don't like being told what to do. I don't like academic institutions. I don't believe that I can go and get a higher degree even though my whole family has been like, you can do it, go get one. You maybe want to do that. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, no, I don't believe that. So I feel like it's not so much about like the belief that comes out in words. Like I believe in myself. It's more like within you, do you believe that that's the path that's meant for you? And if you do, then that shit's going to come in. Like part of me believes that like, I'm meant to live a not hard life, but like, I'm meant to like make things hard for myself. That's part of my path. Like I make things hard for myself. I believe that of myself. And that happens to me all the time. I give given situations where I make things really hard on myself. So I, yeah, I believe that I manifest that. So yeah, I guess I do believe in manifestation. I don't think that I don't. I just think, I think of it very differently than your average manifestation guru. Let's talk about manifestation in the wellness world. That's a good segue. Yeah, I actually, so I posted on my story today, just a little like question box of like thoughts, feelings, comments, questions, concerns about manifestation. And more than one person wrote in about scripting, which I had never heard of. The concept of scripting, basically, it's like where you write down a very in-depth, like what you were doing, Jay, where you were writing basically like a thank you letter for the gifts you had received and you got that scholarship. So you were saying like, I'm so grateful that I have this scholarship. Uh, And yeah, this this is one of those things too that it's like, I love the idea that you can like journal your way to something happening or also that you can journal your way through like processing a feeling. I know that for some people that absolutely works, like when they're upset or angry, confused, sad, whatever, like journaling, writing stuff down can really shift things for them. I don't know that that is always 
the case for everybody, but if it is for you, amazing. And this might be a technique that like super, super works for you to, to do some scripting. This is a law of attraction technique. And basically the, the law of attraction is that like attracts like what you put out is what comes back to you. It's very much like power of positive thought. What this is what I, I don't believe in. Yeah. They, uh, the laws of law of attraction are like attracts like nature abhors a vacuum and the present is always perfect. That's, that's law of attraction. And basically when working through law of attraction, you can do this thing called scripting that you write down what you are manifesting. You use the present tense, you write it in a clear and detailed way. You express how it feels to have it. You express gratitude for it. And then this was the real kicker to me. They want you to write it in a way that is believable. So it's like, don't dream too big. Dream in bite-sized pieces of things that could actually happen for you. And then you keep doing that over and over and over again as you get the things that you want. So that's okay. that's scripting. That's one way, that's one way to manifest if that is the route you want to go. Thoughts, I, feelings. <laughs> I, honestly, all of our faces are very skeptical <laughs> right now. I don't think I believe in the law of attraction. I don't believe that your thoughts create your reality. I've I've heard the 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 flipped thing like it's not your thoughts that create your reality, it's your beliefs that create your reality. And I'm like I'm kind of on board with that, but I just don't feel like we have so much power to change our beliefs except through experience. Like my beliefs have been changed through hardcore experience. But even then, I'm like I just don't see the value in trying to manipulate my thoughts or my beliefs to like create some outcome for myself. I would rather just let my life happen to me. Is that I believe that? I don't see it that way. I think I mean I, it also depends on what it is for me. So if it's like, if I'm in feeling down and I'm feeling depressed or something like that, I think that there's ways to access um, positivity that can help you get out of a funk or channel the things that make you feel good or these kinds of things. But I, I like the scripting idea. I think it works for people that that believe. And I wonder how this conversation would be if we had one person that was not so skeptical on manifestation. Like our other sister tells me all the time, like write it down, think it out, feel it. You can manifest that. That's one of the ways that I know it manifestation to be a thing because she really believes in that and I trust her and I see that it's worked for her, right? So I don't know. I mean, I actually, I do script. <laughs> But not for the sake of manifestation. The reason that I script is so that I can reveal to myself what I truly want. And sometimes I don't know. And then I sit down and I I write out this beautiful story of like what I want, where I want to be in the next six months. And then I record it on a voice note and I listen to it back to myself. And like a week later, I'll be like, mm, that part sounds like it sucks, actually. Let me change it up. And then I just keep writing my future until like, I'm like, ooh, that actually feels really good. May I like that version, but I don't, I don't necessarily do it as like part of a manifestation process. It's more just like, sometimes things are going on in my head and I, I don't know what's going on up there. And then I put it on paper and then, and then I see if it's true. And I think that's where a lot of my beliefs come out is through the writing process. And I'm like, oh, is that what you believe? Is that the only thing that you believe is capable in your life? Like ye of little faith. But I mean, when I say let things happen, like I, it, it's just a process of like understanding that like, this is my path, you know, I'm not trying to change much and I don't want for much. Like, yes, I would like to get out of my mom's house. That's something that I really want right now. And I think 
maybe I could, I could manifest a move. It's not that hard. All I have to do is, you know, put my shoes on and leave, but there's other things that are making me not want to leave. And I think until I believe that I'm, I'm ready to leave, I'm not going to leave. Things are just going to keep popping up that I'm like, Oh, I have to stay. Oh, I should stay a little longer until I'm ready to go. So I don't know if I'm like trying to manifest a move so much as I'm just like living my life and knowing that at some point I'll move because I'm not meant to be here forever. I think you touched on something really important that would maybe be the most helpful thing about scripting, which is like revealing what you actually want. And I feel like I worked through a self-help book earlier this year that didn't use the word manifestation at all, but essentially put you scripted out 12 areas of your life, but she never used the term manifesting. And this book is by a life coach. Uh, her name's Lauren Zander. And the book is called Maybe It's You, which basically just brings you back to this place of being like you made choices that brought you to where you are and you have the power to change them. And basically everything that happens in your life is like maybe you're the problem, um, <laughs> which <laughs> I often believe that I am. So this book really called <laughs> to me and I worked through it. It was 12 sections. It broke down into like self, uh, romantic relationship, friendship, community, and you wrote out what your dream was in each of these areas of your life, essentially following the same thing about scripting, minus the last part about that it should be believable. It was like really go there, like big, 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 big. And then after you wrote all of them out, you did this kind of cross check. So you wrote what your dream was, and then you wrote what your reality was, and then saw if any of those pieces matched up. And then you gave yourself a score of like, so how well am I living my dream? Mm. And am I doing anything actually to live what I'm telling myself is my dream. Mm -hmm. And I ended up writing my dreams over like three times because of that thing that I was like, okay, so I wrote my dream. And then based on my reality and the actions that I've taken, this is clearly not my dream. Right. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> so I do think that there's something really helpful in th going through that process of like being honest with yourself about what you actually want. We talked about this a little bit yesterday, Jay, in terms of romance, because I think that like sometimes people think they want a partner or want a partner to be a certain way. But if it actually happened, they would be like, oh, I actually love my space and I love being alone. And I only wish you were here one day a week. Yeah. You know? And it, it like it does. It doesn't work for everybody to have a partner that they could spend all day every day with the way that it works for me. That was like really the reality of like, I'm totally fine with this person being in my space all the time. But for other people, like they might actually hate that. So I do. I think that there's something to be said for like writing it out and checking yourself against what's currently happening and what your what steps you're willing to take to bring those things into physical form. And that's, I guess, manifested. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about some other ways besides scripting that you have seen people ways that they've manifested or things that they've tried like visualization. That's a big one. Like vision boards. Yeah. Vision boards. Like this is I mean, this is the problem. Well, no, I'm not going to talk about the problem. I'm first going to talk about the practice. <laughs> I mean, visualizing what you want to happen in your life. And I think that's like a whole, the whole like seeing is believing thing. Like they're trying to get you to believe that it's possible by like bombarding it 
audio, visually, whatever it is. Like maybe you record something and listen to it every day or create a vision board and put pictures of what you want on the wall and see that or write lists. People are like, write down list and get specific of exactly what you want. And then read that list every day and like remind yourself, like, these are the things I want. These are the things I'm calling in. And kind of like you were saying earlier, Taylor, saying it out loud or writing it down or putting it somewhere that you see every day, like that calls it in. I don't believe people are that powerful, but it is a practice that people do. And they say that it works. I think like there's some, I think that a lot of manifestation is a lot more work than people are willing to admit. And I think I, I was trying to go here and we didn't go here yet, but like, I think a lot of the wellness world portrayal of manifestation is like, it's easy. Once you're living in alignment, like things easily come, you know, like you can manifest anything you want, just like start living in alignment. And it's like, well, what does that mean? You know? And I think it means different things for different people. But I think that I don't think that you can just consciously manifest what you want. I don't think that that's a thing. I think it has to be some type of subconscious thing where it's like, I'm living this life, like live the life that you want and the things that you want will come. I think on some levels that's true. I don't know. I'm losing my trail here. <laughs> like the action has to match the thought. Like you can't just think it. You have to then also like yes. do something to make it. Yes, happen. totally. And I think that comes like what you were saying about realizing when your lists are like, I'm not doing any of the things that I put on this dream list. So I don't think these dreams are going to happen. And, you know, whereas like some like my sister, who is a manifester, is also an extremely hard worker. One time I when I was living with her, she was up at 4 a.m. She has two kids. She's like super mom has this really high powered job. She was emailing at 4 a.m. And I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm just getting I'm catching up on emails. It was Saturday. And I was like, why? She's like, because I want to win because she wants to win. And somebody who wants to win works really fucking hard. I've never had a bone in me that says, I want to win. I want to get this. And therefore, I don't manifest fest shit like that because I'm not in that like energy of like, I want to win. And my sister is so in that energy. And that's why it's amazing the things that she has said she's wanted in her life and she's gotten them and then gone above and beyond like exactly what she wants because it's like she wants to win. And I, I think that is, I think... I don't think that's her like being a super powerful spiritual manifester. I think I see her as someone who works really hard to get what she wants. And it's admirable. It's I feel like it's not something I have in me. I don't have the belief in myself that I like can work at that level to get what I want. I just I'm, I'd rather be like, oh, no, actually, I'll just take what I can get because that looks too hard. Like, that's my attitude about that. I think you said something interesting, which is like, you're not aligned with what you say your dreams are. So you need to change your dreams as opposed to what I I heard Taylor saying earlier, which is like, this is what I say my dream is. And this is what my reality is. But like, maybe if this is my reality, that's not really my dream, which I think that's more my way of having to look at like my relationship status. Like, am, am I, am I really working that hard to make that happen? If I refuse to go on a date, if every time someone's remotely expresses interest, I'm kind of like, no, thank you. I don't have time for that. I like my space. Right. So for me, I see, you can say your dreams are too big. Don't go for those. And I think as a teacher and as a big sister and all the other roles where I feel like one of my things is to encourage people and believe in people, I'm not going to say that, but it's more like, you can do that, but make sure you're setting yourself up to do that and make sure you're listening to yourself when you change those ideas, which is what I, I really liked about um, Taylor's side-by-side -side comparison of like, 
here's my dream. Here's my reality. I'm doing this. Maybe that's not actually my dream. Yeah. I wasn't saying that your dreams are too big. I don't think any dreams too big, but I think if I, I say it much in the way, like I have this sinking feeling sometimes, like maybe I need to go back and get a Harvard degree. And this is just because of, you know, the family that I live in. And I think a lot like, oh God, maybe I should go do that. But if I were to put that on a list, I know that that's not my dream. And I don't think that it's too big of a dream, but I know that everything, every belief that I have in me does not align with the reality of like being someone who holds a Harvard degree in anything. I don't have the want. I don't have the desire. I don't have the drive. I don't have the belief. I just, it doesn't, it just, it doesn't fit in my story or my path. And I don't think it's because I can't do it. I think if I studied really hard and like did a bunch of shit that I hate and like, you know, put myself in the position to go do that, I probably could do it. I don't really think that I couldn't do it, but it's just not what I want at all. But a lot of times my dumb brain will be like, oh, no, 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 you want this. You have to get this. You have to do it because that's the path to happiness or that's, you know, the path to being on par with your sisters or, or whatever it is. And it's just my brain telling me some shit that's like really not aligned with what I actually want. And I think kind of when you're writing down your dreams or creating vision boards, like what are we doing? Like, are we just putting up society's ideas of what we want on a wall and saying, oh, this is what I want. Or like, where is the actual, the where Jasmine wakes up and she says, I want to win. And that's in her. That's not society. That's not anything. I know that she in her wants to win, you know? And I'm like, I don't have that anywhere. I look for it. I can't find it. It's just not me. And I don't think it's because I I don't believe that I couldn't be like that. It's just, it's just not who I am. So maybe manifestation is identifying what is true about what you, you yourself believe totally, and living in a way that allows for things to come through like being really honest with yourself about what you desire do either of you listen to alan watt no i go in and out of like his philosophies and teachings just because i I do find him really inspirational but i happen to be listening to one of his speeches this morning that was just about like surrendering and letting go and i think a huge part of manifestation is just letting the universe take the wheels it's like getting up into the vibration of where you want to be and then handing it over to the universe. And a lot of people say that it's a lot about surrender. Like you'll get what you need, you know, like don't go in. And that's what they mean by you can't manifest out of ego. It's like, don't go in telling the universe what you want. Just like act as if you have what you want, be the type of person who has what they want. And then like, just let the universe take the wheels and, and it will send you whatever it is that you need. But Alan Watt, he was just saying in this speech, it was really interesting because he was like, if you think that you know what you want or that you know who you are, then you don't. But the minute that you're like, I don't know what I want. I don't know who I am. That's when you are all knowing. That's when you know. And I think I'm going to read the quote. It's it's kind of, it might be confusing for some, I don't know. He says the Godhead, just talking about God and whoever, whoever you want to call God, universe, whatever. The Godhead is never an object of its own knowledge. Just as a knife doesn't cut itself, fire doesn't burn itself, light doesn't illuminate itself. It's always an endless mystery to itself. I don't know. And this, I don't know uttered in the infinite interior of the spirit. This, I don't know, is the same thing as I love or I let go 
or I don't try to force or control. It's the same thing as humility. If you think that you understand God, you do not understand and you have yet to be instructed further. If you know that you do not understand, then you truly understand. For the Brahmin or God is unknown to those who know it and known to those who know it not. So I feel like, I feel like what I believe in manifestation is just like, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm just going to live the life that I want and then let it happen. And I think a lot of people get this, like this, like confidence or a chip on their shoulder. They're just living the life that they want. And because they're living the life that they want, cool things come in. And then they take ownership of that happening, being like, I manifested that. I manifested that. But actually, you just lived a life that you wanted. And because you lived the life that you wanted, cool things that you wanted, like popped in to say hello. And I think that's my take on manifestation. I like it. Before we get into full disclosure, what's the vibe? The last thing I want to ask is, and also we had kind of toyed around with maybe we should all manifest something. Oh yeah. Maybe all of us in this conversation should choose something and we'll report back. We'll give us ourselves a little timeline and we'll manifest something. I was going to suggest the same thing, but like have a part two of the episode of being like, did your list bring you your million dollars or whatever? Okay. I'm in. Okay. So we're going to, we skeptic as we may be are going to manifest something and I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even want, I I'm like kind of excited, but I'm like, I don't want to manifest anything. I don't want, I don't even want to believe that I have the power to manifest things. Because then shit gets weird. This thing is, I know exactly what I need to, this is the dumb, this is the dumbest part. I know exactly what I need to do to make the things I want happen. I have no question actually about like, what do I do next? Like, I know what I have to do. And I've just been like not doing it because I'm actually afraid of what would happen if I did it. Yeah. You know? So. What is it that you want to manifest? You have to say it out loud. You can't say it out loud. Wait, what? You can't? That's the whole point. I want to say right out loud yet. (laughs) Well, you don't have to. Fine. You don't have to. Taylor, you have to. This is your podcast. (laughs) Yeah. I want to. Well, gosh, there are so many things I want to manifest. But oh, this is such a drag because I know what I have to do and I don't want to do it. I want to have this podcast become a paying job. That's what I'm manifesting that this, that we get paid to do this podcast, which would like allow me to run my business without the pressure of having that be the full entire way I make money. Like I want this to be my main source of income, basically. I love that. So that's what I'm manifesting is that this podcast is my main source of income and that it allows me to pay my bills with ease. Maybe that's not specific enough. I'll come back. You know, I'm going to choose scripting as my, um, manifestation process. So when we report back, I will read my script to you of this podcast is my full-time job. Okay. I'm coming to the point very based on the the quote that I just read you. I'm really getting to the point where I'm a hundred percent sure that I don't know what I want. I just, I know that I don't know what I want. I think what I'm telling myself that I want is freedom. And I don't know, like, but then when I think about 
the steps that I'm taking to get there, I'm just like putting myself in a more confined space that is not very free. So then I'm like, okay, now I have to redefine what freedom is to me and all this shit. And I'm just redefining. And I'm like, there's too much redefining. I know that I don't know what I want, but I think what I want to manifest is living with some type of community that is not my home. or someone else's home, a shared, a shared sense of communal. I want to live on a commune. This is like, I would, yeah, I would love to join a cult. I haven't heard of any lately. So like, you know, (laughs) podcasters, if you know of any cults that are hiring, that are like letting people in, let me know. But I will also accept a commune. I don't want to have like some type of religious affiliation with this group. I just want shared responsibility, but I don't want it to be in a partnership because I'm realizing more and more I I don't want a partner. I'm like, ooh, shit, no, thank you. I want to raise someone else's kid, but then give it back to them at the end of the day. Like there, I sometimes dream about like marrying a best friend and then we have a kid together and then like he takes it for a week and then I take it for a week and like we don't relate in that way. Like I have weird visions of what I want and I'm like, I don't know if I actually want any of these things, but I think I just want to start by living on a commune somewhere and learning what it feels like to actually mutually share responsibility in a way that's like not hierarchical. Everybody participates and everybody is valued the same and like have that experience. That's what I'm manifesting. Love that. I'll admit mine. (gasps) Yay. Um, I'm, I'm manifesting some shifts in my career. I, I love my job and I feel like there are things that I've learned from this particular professional moment, but I started feeling this antsiness about needing a change. And for the past hour and a half, I've been saying, I don't believe in manifesting, but as soon as I realized that I needed a change and most importantly, that I realized I needed a change and I don't know where I'm going, things have been popping up. So I, I feel like I'm just on the cusp of like some sort of professional shift that going to open more doors. And I know that it also comes from this level of confidence that I haven't had in a long time. And I have this friend who I'm always chatting with and she's like, I hear you so confident. You sound so confident. I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. She's like, you sound so great. I'm like, yeah, I think I just need a little change. She's like, yeah, yeah, you're so confident. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So I I can taste it. And I think I'm going to also take the scripting approach to see if that helps. Um, But I can feel something bubbling up. And it has to do with my job. Oh, I forgot to talk talk about my approach. My approach, yeah, if- I'm gonna I'm gonna take the aligned action approach, and I'm just gonna start doing things that a lot that put me on the path, as in looking for intentional communities and communes, and asking people where they are, and doing any of the work which I've never done before. In that, it used to just be like, oh, I want to do this, but like I don't know anyone who does it, and like I don't know any of them. But like now, I'm just gonna like look for them and like set myself on the path. And I, I think my approach will be like more like just the hard work and like, is it manifestation or is it just hard work? But we'll see. And Jess, I like your dream. And I like, I think that, I think that we all believe in manifestation. I think so. <laughs> I just don't want to call it manifestation. Yes. Like I wish I had another word because I feel like I don't know. They're I just don't love it. But I guess that's what it is. So I will drop the ego and just say I believe in manifesting and I'm gonna <laughs> manifest this podcast as my full-time job. Yes. <laughs> well good it. that was a that was a good way to bring it all back. It was. I'm glad we and did we, it. Let's let's commit. Like this is like a sister. Yeah. Story. Right will commit to truly 
manifesting. Yeah. So what is like, how, what's our timeline? Should we say like six months, three months? Like what's a good timelines? Oh, this came to me really like in a meditation where I was like, I am so not aligned with timelines that as soon as I put a deadline on something for me, minus this podcast, I love when you deadline me on this podcast, but anything else, I'm just like, fuck a deadline, fuck a timeline. Mm. It ruins me, but I will commit to whatever you, you put out. I will say, okay, okay, I'm aligned. I only, if I, if there is no deadline, it's not happening for me. Like I basically will just throw a date out there and then I have to do something on that date. So let's, we'll give a very rough, like, uh, can can we do something? Can we make it like springtime can we set a date yes. in the spring oh my gosh because that's exactly very what I'm seasonal yeah so I'm going in my dark wintry period yes dark winter and so good. spring is going to be rebirth and then we can come back to the manifestation part two like you know the first day of spring for example or something yeah I love know. that yeah I was that's exactly what I was going to say because we'll be I was going to say Aries season because this spring week equinox. we have yeah this week we have a full moon in Aries at the end of the week. So I was going to say by like full moon in Libra that that would put us in Aries season 2021. So let's just, we'll, we'll set, you know, we'll check back in sporadically, but let's see if we have manifested these things by then. I love that. Cool. (laughs) And now it's time for full disclosure. Yes. Yes. I'm ready. Amazing. What do you want to know? So Okay. Well, you know, full disclosure, we talk to our guests about their money stories. This is our attempt to heal the money story of America by pulling back the veil, making things more transparent, and just letting people know that it's okay to talk about money. And the only people who told you that it wasn't were the capitalist pigs who were hoarding all the money for themselves and then trying to hide the evidence. (laughs) Just kidding, but actually not. So Jessica, the first question, and you don't have to answer any of these questions if you don't want, whatever you feel comfortable with. But the first question is, how much money do you make? I don't feel comfortable answering that question, but not because I I really care, but because I work in Spain. And so my money benchmark and my salary is just not comparable to anything that you would find in the US. So I'm going to pass on that one, but just because I don't think it's relevant. Yes. Amazing. So usually this is where we ask, how much do you charge? Because we're typically talking to like service providers and wellness facilitators. But um, I mean, unless there is any service you charge for that you want to share how you came to find that price. I feel like I should be charging for stuff, but I am yes. not. Oh, for the I, for the speaking things that you, you definitely need to be charging. You are I a should Harvard be charging. degree holder of a PhD. I should be charging. Yeah, should we be calling you doctor, Dr. Jessica? Dr. Jessica. It's like, you could, but I don't really hear it that often. Um, I get paid per class. So like, I have my salary. And then as a teacher, I get paid in addition to that. Amazing. Well, also, we'll just put it out there now. Pay Dr. Jessica if you're hiring her to to speak, to teach, to do anything, pay her for her time. Did you negotiate that price at all? No. And when I got my job, I didn't have the confidence or the experience to negotiate the way that I could now. And so I remember saying like, oh, I need to negotiate. I didn't know how, and I didn't have leverage because I was just coming off of a student status. But I, I did negotiate for 
some of my moving expenses to be paid. And I negotiated for my boss to invest in me having some courses around mindfulness. So for example, I was, uh, they paid for my MBSR course and I have kind of like this wellness fund that basically helps to pay for me having periodic wellness boosts at work, which I think makes perfect sense. Yeah. The wellness fund. The wellness slush fund. That's genius. Everybody out there who is a academic facilitator provider in whatever way, I think there should be budgets for wellness for sure. For the students, for the teachers, you all need to check in with your mental health, be kind to yourselves. That's one of the hardest jobs and one of the jobs that I have the highest respect for. I could not deal with a bunch of fucking teenagers every day young adults thinking they know everything. So, you know, what? mad power to all my teachers and professors out there. Love you. Yes. (laughs) The next question is what are your spending habits and what is your biggest expense? Like what are my spending habits in what sense? What, what are my monthly purchases or kind of like how, how do you, what is your attitude towards spending money? Um, like most things in my life, I tend to be pretty organized about like making sure that I'm saving some things, but if there's like a pre-pandemic version of me and the pandemic version of me right now, I've lost all regard for saving anything. Like, I'm just like, I want that. I have been importing Cheez-Its from the U.S. because that's like my freaking, like, I'm obsessed. So I just buy whatever I want. You're laughing, but I know I'm not the only person who paid a million dollars for their Cheez-Its this quarantine. So I once paid $40 for two bags of all dressed ruffles from Canada. because they didn't have the flavor in the U.S. and it was so good. So I understand the need for a snack. No shade. But I think also things are just cheaper here in Spain. So your dollar can go a lot farther. Like a night out here is just drastically cheaper. I Over the weekend, I went to a village with my friend and we sat for three hours. I think each of us had like three drinks and it was six of us and the bill was 32 euros. And I was like, this is so cheap that it's my treat because I can't believe I, I saved the receipt to be like, this is the Spanish reality that you can live. Like so cheap, 32 Wait, euros. For the whole, for all of you, it was that. Mm-hmm. I was like, my treat, I got it. My mind is blown. <laughs> I wish like for anyone listening, I my jaw is on the floor. <laughs> Move to Spain. We have plenty maybe of I should. Maybe I should move to space. This is like suddenly, yeah, money starts to <laughs> manifesting abundance starts to sound a lot different when we're like trying to manifest a life in Spain. It's like, oh yeah, I can manifest money. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's incredible. Um, our final question is, what is your favorite thing that you've spent money on recently? Um, so I am addicted to bl- buying plants. So my last splurge was going to the plant shop and trying to repot. I have many plants that have died in their journey with me, but one that I like sunburnt so badly. And now I see her thriving. She's actually just like her leaves go up at night. Um, but all around my apartment, I'm just buying all these plants because I want the ones that help you breathe better. And I just like the aesthetic of having lots of plants. So I, my last like biggish purchase was investing in pots and buying a couple of new plants, some succulents, repotting soil and all that good stuff. I love it. Succulents love sun. I think a lot of us think like that. I mean, that's just like a word to everyone out there who's like, I even killed my succulents. 
it's maybe because it's sitting in a, a dark corner in your apartment. So like if it is somewhere dark or by your bed, just remember, give it a little sun bath every once every couple of days. Good tip. <laughs> I've killed so many. I've like killed so many succulents. I overwater everything. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I like I'm still trying to master that. Yeah. I've gotten better. And I, I kind of have my like flow with my plants that I have and I know what they like and what they don't like. And I have a couple that are just very temperamental and you know, we're just, we're figuring each other out. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a great full disclosure. Thank you for sharing all of that. Thank you for sharing. I love that. And I think we all might move to Spain. You should. <laughs> Sounds pretty good to me. I mean, $32 for a night out on the town sounds ideal. Was that Spanish? It was. Thank you. <laughs> Yay. Okay. And that brings it. us, yeah, that brings us to the last part of our show, which is what's the vibe? What's the vibe? What's your vibe? It. Oh what's my your God, I'm ready. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad. I feel, I feel like I'm ready, but I'm, I'm going to think about it while, you know, I'm so, okay. What's, what's your vibe? My vibe is dreaming. And for everyone who knows me, you know that I do not sleep. I get about five hours of sleep on average a night. Like I'm, I'm not a big sleeper, but this weekend, I honestly think that I dreamed more than I was awake. And I, every time that I slept, like, it was like, I'd wake up at 6am, go back to bed at seven wake up at 9.30, take a nap at noon, wake up at two, watch a couple TV shows, fall asleep at five. Like that was my whole weekend. I just was asleep the whole weekend. And I was like, I don't know if I'm catching up on the last like literally 10 years of sleep or what's going on here. But I was like out cold this weekend. And every time that I took a nap, I had crazy dreams. And I mean, Taylor knows this, Jess knows this. I've been like recording my dreams since April, like, because I'm working with a dream oracle and lurking, working on how to understand my dreams and dream for the collective and, and interpret dreams. And it was just really fun. I think this weekend, most people like think of a weekend, like fun days out seeing friends. And like the only friends I saw were the people that were in my dreams. And I just, I love dreaming. I love dreaming. And I think even like for this call, I, I fell asleep early this morning. I fell back asleep and I had a dream about like what manifestation meant to me. And it like changed my perspective on manifestation. And, and I was like, wow, I'm getting, I think we don't give dreams enough credit. A lot of us are like, oh, like what a weird thing. What does it mean? But I'm like, no, it tells a lot about like what's going on in your subconscious. And I think especially for anyone who's trying to manifest, it could be a cool place to go. Like what, what is popping up in your dreams? And the messages aren't always clear. It's like weird shit in your dreams manifest in different ways than they would in like real life. But I think even like digging out into that and seeing how you dream and your specific language in your dream world is super fun for me. So yeah, I've been dreaming all weekend and I hope I keep napping through this week. Cause like then maybe 2020 will be over soon. <sighs> What's your vibe, Jess? Uh, my vibe is transparency. Like last week I was telling everyone the truth, the whole truth, my boss, the truth, other people I had to, I had literally had to extract someone from my life. Cause I just needed to tell the truth. And so my vibe last week and my vibe, I hope for as long as I'm riding that wave is transparency. 
it's giving me confidence. It's liberating me. It makes me feel more comfortable with all of the uncertainty that I feel right now. I'm speaking honestly about just not knowing where I'm going and how, where the pandemic is going to take me or any of these things. And like transparency is the vibe. What a vibe. Yes. Everybody get on that vibe. Start vibing with transparency. Call that in. Manifest that. I love it. That is a great vibe. Okay. What's your vibe, Taylor? My vibe. So I'm glad actually that I didn't go first because I was going to tell a vibe that like is what I want people to think of me, but this is what's actually my vibe right now. Um, In the name of transparency, my vibe is full on shopping spree. I have been... (laughs) I didn't talk about this in our money stories episode, but I am actually a very careful saver and budgeter of money. Um, I might've alluded to that, but I have a pretty serious savings plan that I stick to. And I am not a person who spends money. I definitely was when I was really young, um, but I am not now. I do not spend money on almost anything unless it's like dire straits. Like I absolutely have to. And I'm very, very choosy about what I spend money on. But this past week, it was like, I ran out of my face oil. And so I decided to like get a really nice face oil instead. And I was having difficulties with my microphone in our last couple of recordings. So I bought myself, I Googled best podcast mics and bought myself the number one rated podcast mic that was like, this is so nice. I bought myself a new pair of hiking boots because I'm going to be going on a road trip to Colorado and I'm going to be camping. And I was like, you know what? I want some boots that maybe I could go through the snow in. So I just balled out and bought myself like a really nice pair of waterproof hiking boots with great traction. And um, I bought myself this little like organizing tray for my bathroom. And then I did a big clean on it and like put it in there and bought myself a new glasses chain. You know, glasses chain was my vibe a couple of weeks ago. I bought myself one for fall that has some cute little mushroom beads on it. So just transparency shopping spree was fully my vibe last week. And it's so funny. I realized I do this actually every year before my birthday. My birthday is in October. And my boyfriend was like, like, did you just not leave anything that I could get you for your birthday? Because it, it was just like all of a sudden one day, like five packages showed up at my house and he was like, what have you done? And I was like, I don't know. I just decided that I needed to just level up everything in my life. And I just bought all of it. I'm also the type of person who like to go back to our um, love languages episode, like I will never wait for someone to buy me a gift. And I think that's why gifts isn't my love language because I'm like, if you need something, buy it for yourself. Like, amen, sister. <laughs> like, if something breaks, buy a new one. Like, get it, do, do get what you need for yourself to just live your life. Like, don't wait for someone to buy it for you for a birthday present. So that's Is what that I did. Manifestation. <laughs> Who knows? But I was like, I want these hiking boots. I want this microphone. I want this nice face oil and I'm just going to buy it. So shopping spree was my vibe. And I feel I'm loving the the changes. I must say retail therapy has always been one of my main forms of therapy, even all the way through college when I was like so depressed that I absolutely needed to be seeing a psychologist. I would just go down to Rittenhouse Square once a week and buy myself the whole mango store. So I get it. I love retail therapy. I think that it can be very healing as long as we realize that like we don't actually need any of the things sometimes it's nice to just give ourselves the things that we want. Yeah. And like I said, I'm a pretty careful spender. Like I don't buy things without research. I bought them all directly from the companies that they're sold from. So I didn't do any third-party retailers. 
I was reading through lots of, like when I went to buy the mic, I was like, okay, what's the best one and why? And I got on YouTube and I listened to a bunch of videos of people like using different mics, same for the hiking boots. Like I looked up a a list, I read through like three different lists of like best hiking boots for, you know, like ventilation, best hiking boots for snow. And then I just kind of like cross-referenced everything, went to a few websites, picked the ones I wanted. Yeah, so I'm a careful shopper, but when I do it, I do it big (laughs) and I get some stuff that I really love. So I love that. That was a great chat. I feel like we covered so much. I feel like I talked too much, but it is what it is. <laughs> it's your podcast. It's our <laughs> podcast. So that's why we have it. We can talk as much as we want. But thank you so much, Jessica, for joining us for this convo. I absolutely love Thank you love for you popping talk. my podcast, Cherry. This Yay! is my first one. Oh, and you're going to have another one soon that I can't think you manifest. Oh my gosh. Yes, I, I can. I hope so. I hope so. I can't wait to have you back for our manifestation check-in in the spring I mean, we have to just like we have to like you know really be supportive of each other in this because I think we are gonna come up against some challenges in the next two seasons where we're like what are we doing is this real <laughs> is this manifestation what what is the point of this but I think that ultimately these are the things that are like you know aligned for us I really believe in you, Taylor. I believe in our podcast. I believe in Jessica, your journey towards, you know, work that is fulfilling and that suits your needs and that helps you grow. And I think none of these are stupid. You know, it's not like we're just like asking for shit and it's not like it's like ego based. It's like we're doing things that we love and and expecting things to come to us. I don't know. I think it's like- And working for them. That's what that's what we them. talked about. Yeah. So let's check in with each other and just like, you know, be really conscious about this manifestation process and do the scripting, do the work, do the, the visualization, do it all. Yeah. Let's just do it all. Let's not just commit to one <laughs> method. Let's just like do it all. Cause it's like, <laughs> everybody knows now. If, if the fucking new moon in Libra shows up, I mean, full moon in Libra and like, we don't have what we said we were going to have. That's going to just not be cool. So, or it's just going to be a sign that we really didn't want it. (laughs) You're right. Exactly. (laughs) You're so right. So thank you so much. Thank you for your openness, for your vulnerability, for your wisdom that you shared. And yeah, I loved this. I loved it too. Well, thank you for thinking that I was a good idea to have on the show. Absolutely. (laughs) Jess, you know, you believe that you are a good idea to have on the show. You I I literally, (laughs) I literally was like, are you, I tried to back out last night and then I felt guilty. I was like, Jay. Well, let me me tell you how this came about. Let's talk about how Jessica manifested this spotlight guest star appearance on this podcast. She said in our sister, we have a group chat with our sisters. And she said, I've never been on a podcast before. <clears throat> Jay. Jay. And I was like, we'll do it this week. Look how she manifested that. It was so quick. <laughs> That's it. Say it out loud. Turnaround time is fast. <laughs> it happened. And I just, I love that this is now a family affair. Yeah. And I think that that's, I mean, I know that for me, this is, this was like exactly what I wanted it to be, where we get to talk to our friends and family and people we love, even if they're not coaches or gurus or, you know, like, which I, yeah, or witches <laughs> or anything that is spiritual, mystical, whatever, like you're magical just for being exactly who you are. And I'm so glad we got to have you here. 
this was my pleasure. I'm so embarrassed to listen to my voice in a few weeks. Hopefully I can skip this one because I already know the content. Oh, days. Um, but thank you. I love you, Jess. I love you too, sis. So cute. Okay. But you're also well, my sister Taylor. Don't forget my Scorpio twin shopping yay. friend. Oh, I love it. I love, I feel like having just a whole Scorpio sister, like there are so many out a there. Coven. Yeah, it's <laughs> yes. it's it's a whole thing. So I love that. If I feel honored. It has been a pleasure. Bye, Jen. Bye guys. Love Five you. stars. Thank you. That was great. I loved it. Um, okay, cool. So that was manifestation. I know we covered a lot of ground, a lot of ups and downs. We, um, we're clearly moving through something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we're moving through it. We're going to give manifestation a really, this will be for me, honestly, my first true manifestation follow through. I feel like I've dabbled, but I haven't gone all in. Yeah. So I think yeah. that this time I'm just going to be like, okay, I'm going to go all in and see what happens. I'm going to be open to the process. I love that. I'm here for it. I think I I have really done the process once, but this will be the first time that I'm truly manifesting something that like I feel like is aligned with mm. my path. Before I was trying to like man, I was like trying to manifest like a bunch of clients or like trying like trying to manifest shit like out of ego or just like out of like desperation almost which is like a no-go on manifestation so I think I'm finally in the mental place where I'm like I don't even care about what I want anymore this is just like let the universe bring me what I need I need community I need something that I'm clearly gonna get out of living in this commune I believe it yeah it's reminding me how many times I've thought I've manifested something or I've been like oh yeah I've manifested this but I didn't really like do anything so I'm excited to see what this looks like with just like very uh, conscious participation in my manifesting practice. But that's that. Let us know how you feel about manifestation. Let us know how you do it. Let us know what you've manifested. Let and us know if you want to be on this podcast. Yeah, for sure. We're, we've just opened up the gates to have everyone. Everyone's welcome. Everyone's welcome. And I to think be that is kind of the the mission of this podcast manifest. You know, like I think we manifested this conversation with my sister because this is what we came up. We were like, look, let's get real, you know, and like we don't need to be experts. That was the whole point. So I think this is like a cool moment where we're just like, okay, this is what we've been working towards. So we did manifest. Everything in this podcast is a manifestation of our intentions, of our hopes, of our of our belief systems, like everything that we talk about here, it's truly what we believe. It's not fake. It's not, yeah. I mean, clearly it's not sugar <laughs> for anyone because we just like talked shit on manifestation, even though I'm hundred percent sure we all fully believe in it. <laughs> Sometimes but, that's how it goes, you know? Yeah. That is real life. You know, you talk it's, shit on the shit you love. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's five of wands messy and we're just living it. We're just living in it. So that's that. Leave us a five-star review if you love us. Leave us a five-star review and we will leave you a remedy revealed that will probably teach you how to manifest some shit even though you feel conflict with it because that is that is five of wands. Yeah. And I guess really like part of getting anything you you want or desire is sort of working through the conflict of it. Yeah. So 
Fully. So we'll send that to you if you send us five stars and tell us that you left the review so we know where to send it. So we know where to send our remedy revealed. You can find us on Instagram at Vibes Revealed. You can find us on Twitter at Vibes Revealed. You can always send us an email, vibesrevealedpodcast at gmail.com. And if you need anything else from us, just let us know if you have something you want us to talk about, something you want us to share. We're always, we're always here for that. And always ready to talk. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? So much on this episode. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. Um, amazing. Well, love you all. See you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.